Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We were gone last week because things just didn't work out. Things are crazy. Things are hectic. My whole family was sick. My Half my family is still sick. So we're back. We got lots to cover and we're going to jump right into it. Starting off with Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers movie and I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Both snag Golden Globe nominations for Best Original Song in the Motion in, in motion Picture. Um, the interesting thing is that, um, as Tim has noted, uh, basically, I don't know how... I honestly don't know... So basically, the other... Peaches didn't get nominated for anything... Um, Oscars. Oscar-wise. Which is a shock to me, because usually when you have something of this nature, um, if you get a Golden Globe nomination, you're almost a shoe-in for an Oscar. It doesn't mean you're going to win. Um, I mean, it. Do- a lot of times it, it will say, oh, hey, look, because it got nominated and it won a Golden Globe, it makes its chances higher. But th- I-, I will say the nom- the way the nominations do work they're voted on before, so it's not a guarantee. I just do think it's weird. Uh, Tim mentioned that it has to do with the fact that they said that there's no substance to the Peaches song. Yeah. Which I Which, get it. Right. But then again, it was, you know, kind of a, well, it was a kid's movie, but then... You know, a young, well, not a young adult movie, but, you know, a, a movie for us as well, because it's more nostalgic. But, you know, you go around to any elementary school, and I bet you you start singing Peaches right now, every single kid will start singing it. And if you go and start singing um, one of the three songs from the Barbie movie, kids would look at you probably weird. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I kind of get it, but then again... You know, this was the second biggest movie of the year behind Barbie. Um, and that song just took off. So, yes, maybe it doesn't have that much substance behind it. But then again, it was catchy and did what it needed to do. So it's kind of, I'll be curious to see. I hope it wins the um, the Golden Globe. And then, so now you have a winner of the gold glow that's not even in the Oscars. That that is a good. That's a that's. I mean, I don't under I don't understand the the difference. You know, what I mean, like I've never really paid attention to that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, like what's the, you know, what I mean, what's the difference? And I get the Golden Globes are supposed to be, um, I guess not as prestigious as the oscars and you know i mean we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens because i feel like personally everything is there for it to win you know what i mean right like it is a legitimate it's a legit i just think it's a it's a my son as we talked about before this has never seen the movie and he knows almost all the words to the song. So, you know, I don't know what else you can say other than like, look, you know, this is, you know, 
That's right, exactly. And and so the the list for uh, what's it called? Best original song in a movie. There is um, fourteen of them, so it's a long, long wow. list. So there's 14 of them for the Oscars, and Peaches is not one of them. That's dumb. 14 of them for the Oscars, and Barbie has three of them. And that is looks like the most. Yep, that's the most. And then the color purple has two. Flame and Hot even has one. The Fire Inside didn't know that had a song in it. Um, I, Sun has two. I do believe I saw a thing for it. I think it was like actually a, a decent a, a decent song, but I don't know. Well, I guess I'm going to be watching after this. But yeah, so we'll we'll see how it how it goes or where it finishes. Um, at least on the Golden Globes, because that's the only thing that you can see. Right, and I know the Oscars because there was no Oscars this year. Wasn't there no Oscars or no Golden Globes? One of them got pushed that back because of the strike. So oh, I know that. Yes. That yeah. So. Who knows? We'll see. Um, documentary about Hideo Kojima and creation of Death Stranding is coming to Disney Plus in 2024. Um, they are working on a show as well. So I'm assuming this is kind of like a push for that as well. Because you know how they do. They try and get as much hype behind something and then push it that way. Um, yeah. We are getting a new Black Panther animated series in Disney and Disney Plus in 2024, which I'm excited for because I believe um, from rumors I've seen is they're going to keep the visual of the Chadwick Boseman-esque Black Panther for the cartoon because I believe he was tied to it prior to his death. So um, it will be kind of cool to see that. And then uh, Marvel has renamed the Spider-Man freshman year Disney Plus series. I think it was, I can't remember what it's called. It's called, I think it's like the Amazing Spider-Man or something now. But from what um, I've Your heard. Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. So what I've heard is I believe they're trying to change the visual and they don't want to go through the origin story all over again like they have to do every time. And like I've explained before, when an, a, 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 a Spider-Man entity goes on to another, like, if it hasn't been made with so long, they have to remake it with the origin story. So I don't know if it applies to cartoons as well, but that is the Marvel stipulation with Sony. But because it's going to be on Disney Plus, I don't know if there's actually going to have that. So maybe they'll start off with him where he left off in the movies. We don't know yet, but we will see. Um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, premiered uh, on Hulu and Disney Plus as well. Um, I believe the first episode is out already, and um, they've been showing a bunch of trailers for it because um, the wrestler Edge is actually in it, and he plays a really funny character and good character, and they're saying he's an amazing actor in it, so it's kind of cool seeing him later in his wrestling career doing this. Yeah, so it is um personal series on Disney Plus and Hulu ahead of its scheduled premiere on December 20th, so which would be yesterday as we were nope. <laughs> recording, so... Yeah, and I think came out. I think them doing both at the same time is pushing the merger that's going to happen with Hulu and Disney Plus because um, I think people have been hyper extended, and there's literally so much stuff um, that's going on. So I don't think we have it on here, but 
there is only one Marvel movie coming out next year on the 2024 slate, and it is just Deadpool 3. That is it. Yep. So I feel like they're realizing that if they have Disney Plus and Hulu, you are losing your creativity ability because Disney does own a majority of Hulu. And so they're having to put money into the content for Hulu. They're having to put money into content for Disney Plus. Um, and so um, as we see later on, Star Plus is a shutdown in Latin America in 2024 and the content will move over to Disney Plus. It's just showing that they're merging everything to one app. It's going to be all Disney Plus. I guarantee that Disney Plus will merge with Hulu and it won't even, we won't, Hulu won't even exist. And that's what they're, you know, going to be doing. So they've been doing a few things where they premiere both. Um, I know that show Echo that's coming out next year is going to have the premiere on both Hulu and Disney Plus. Um, I don't know if there's a restriction on the accounts. I know, like, sometimes you have to have the Hulu live in order to get certain things. Which the, the dumbest part about Hulu, which I have canceled, and the wife is very upset with me because she has just started watching The Rookie on there. Um, the problem I had with it, though, is that they have a ton of content, but if you don't have Hulu Live, you don't get half the content, even if it's all on demand. So it's not even live. You can have a show that's not even live, but because you don't have Hulu Live, you can't get the, the stored content. So, um, you know, and there's also a rumor that Warner Brothers is in talks with Paramount to merge their streaming apps so we would have Paramount Plus and Max merge into one app. And mm -hmm. I think that's what, I think we probably predicted this, what, like three or four years ago? We talked about how eventually there's going to be back to like the three major cable people. There's yep. going to be three major streaming services. I don't know if the price is going to go sky high. Mm -hmm. I, it will, even though Netflix is already too expensive. It's but, already getting up there, yeah. Exactly. Well, and like you said, for everything can, um, merging under one app, it's just all a convenience factor. And then from there, you click one app to open it up, and then you could go whichever way from from that. But instead of having two apps on your phone or your TV, <clears throat> you just need one, and then you know go from there. I mean, so. they already they already have it set up to where you could literally go Disney Plus and have probably Hulu original content. Yep. ABC content list, listed on the side because they already like you know yep. the, Netflix has shown the example where you could do that. So the big thing will be will they start doing bonuses of being like, oh my family's from Portugal, I want to get some Portuguese stuff that they have in Portugal. My family's oh, from Mexico, yeah. I want to get some of the shows that come on in Mexico. Like, yeah, like a little all mode type deal. Because they could make a, a lot of money off of that because a lot of people don't know. It's similar to our conversation about the beer companies where certain companies distribute certain beers in certain areas. They yeah. could, because they have so much content outside the US that they own the rights to outside the US. It's insane. Like Friends in Europe is owned by Disney, the, the rights to it. So right. there's a lot of stuff that you basically could probably do. And, you know, where does that leave stuff like, you know, you know, NBC and things like that, you know, NBC is still trying to pull the, pull it off by having the shows that are on live TV on the app the very next day, which yeah. is a good idea. And I do watch um, two of the shows uh, found in the irrational 
amazing shows, and we make sure to watch them that week. We don't let them go because they do track those numbers. And as I repeat this, remember, everyone, please, if you enjoy a show, watch it as much as you can. Even if you have to leave your TV on and replay it, they, people don't realize Netflix has, for the first time ever, they released their numbers the other day about what shows were watched the most. And they gave actual numbers. They only usually do that for like when The Office was like a bunch of numbers or, you know what I mean? So it, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, I mean, what 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 do, you, what do you do in this situation? Do you break down and merge? Do you try and keep going? So I have a feeling in the next year or two, we're going to see a lot of stuff going on where companies are going to merge. There's going to be new branding coming forward. Um, I mean, most people don't even realize that, you know, Disney owns National Geographic and a bunch of these other smaller food-related channels. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's trying to keep up. Right. And uh, then just <clears throat> really quick to bring it all back on Percy Jackson. It came out on December 19th at 6 p.m. Pacific, so a day earlier than December 20th. And then all subsequent ec- episodes will be on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific uh, through the finale on January 30th. Because originally it was supposed to be on the December 20th and episodes Wednesday. Now it's December 19th with episodes on Tuesday. Yeah, and they're, they're doing that. Um, they're going back to that model of releasing it over time. And um, Echo is going to release all at once on Disney+. Plus. I am not sure about Hulu. Um Disney Plus app is gone from some Tesla vehicles amid Disney's X advertising pause and Elon Musk complaints. It happens all the time. It's no big deal. Um, don't be surprised that this is happening because, um, you know, I like Elon Musk, but he can be kind of petty sometimes. So, it well, 100- and the th- yeah. It and sense. the thing is, is when you're charging your car, I guess you can't watch Disney. So, you have to find something else. Or when you're driving, except for those that don't know, since I've been mentioning, you know, uh, Tesla, um, they're re- rolling back all the, recall. the the self-driving features have all been recalled. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it has something to do with um, the laws are trying to pass and change. So we'll see what happens. Right. Um, Disney Plus may be adding shopping and gaming to streaming service. Um, Tim and I know because you, Tim gets the email saying, oh, you have an exclusive shopping opportunity for Disney Plus. And if you go to like when the new shows drops, like whenever the Mandalorian drops, things like that, it'll say shop the merch now. And if you go through the app, it gets you like a little bypass and you can go through the shop and buy stuff that's not available 100% yet. So I knew that was coming. Um, the gaming itself Disney does have its own gaming division, so it doesn't surprise me. It makes perfect sense that they would try and do this. Right. It's, it's And it's just like anything, you know, more convenient. And if you could, if Disney thinks it's going to be worthwhile, then there you go. Um, ben Affleck is coming back as Christian Wolf in The Accountant 2 coming to Amazon Prime Video. Um, I finally watched the movie. It's actually pretty decent. and. Um, so those that don't know, if even though it says it's coming to Amazon Prime Video, there is the possibility that it could actually come to theaters as well because Amazon Prime Video does put out theatrical releases. And what they'll do sometimes for 
Oscar consideration. They'll release it in the minimum amount of theaters. If it does well, then they'll expand it. So um, as of right now, it's just Amazon Prime Video, but you never know. Right. Um, uh, Cinderella Castle and Partner Statue have been added to Roku City Screensaver for Disney 100. Um, I'm pretty sure they had some Disney stuff already in there. I watch because yeah. my kid has TV and it'll scroll by and I'll watch it just to see what's in there. But that's kind of cool, especially since they have the Disney 100 TVs, which I does. I do think they have a Roku ability built into those. So it makes sense they would partner with Roku. Um, right. Figment Little Golden Book is now available for purchase at Epcot nearly two weeks ahead of online release date. Makes no sense, but okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. I guess, you know, force some more people to go into the parks. I mean, the resale value on those are going to be through the roof. Yep, at least for the first two weeks. Which is funny because you're going to see everyone posting in the Disney groups. Just wait, you could buy it online in two weeks and you're still going to see them being sold for 50, 60 bucks. <clears throat> yep, no, it's exactly. And it's it's going to be after Christmas, so it's not like, oh, actually, I need it for Christmas and I'll pay whatever price for it. Right, so, right, yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, yep. Mar- Marvel, this one bothers me a little bit. So if you've, anyone has been following the um, trial or actually just the tribulations of Jonathan Majors. He's gone through a lot of stuff. Um, uh, he has now been convicted of assaulting uh, his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Don't know. Um, but I have a problem with Marvel has decided to part ways with him after the verdict came out. When his lawyers actually released the text messages that he sent to his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. And he's threatening her. That she's going to ruin their lives if she goes to the police. Why not cut ties with them then? I get it. He was in the Loki show and there's no way to redo that. But, you know, no spoilers for Loki. There's a way you could have fixed it with one small little thing. And I just don't understand. Um, now they're deciding to do it. So they're, the, all the memes are coming out of making fun of it and of who they're going to have replace him and stuff like that. But um, so just, I had no clue about any of that. Cause like I said, I'm not really in that Marvel universe or uh-huh. had no clue who Jonathan major is. He could, I could pass him on the street and have no clue who he was. Like, so Derek how, Huff? huh? Like Derek Huff. Like there. Exactly. I knew what's his name more so than <laughs> boy there. Um, but how long has this been? going on now i don't want to say going on but has been oh in, at, in the at, media at least a year okay it has been because oh, yeah. normally what you see is <clears throat> if somebody comes out with an accusation knee-jerk reaction is is to completely cut ties with them uh and it's curious that they didn't do it at that time <clears throat> Um, and then wait until the guilty verdict and then do it. It almost seems like, like I said, most of the time, well, I guess I'd probably say probably 95% of the time or whatnot. It's usually the other way around where, Hey, you know what we're going to, it's almost like, um, when you get paid, when you get put on 
administrative leave with no pay because yep. they're investigating something. Um, it almost it. felt like they were hoping that he was going to get not guilty and that they weren't going to have to fire him. And then not have to do it, yeah. All the lawyers are like, oh, they want to make sure they don't get sued. And they're like, you're a private business. business. You fired Gina Carano the day after she made a comment on after, uh, social after media. Her post, yeah. The day after her post, she was fired. You yeah. can't have any regrets like this. And there's a reason why people are upset with Disney. Because it wasn't even like... Like, it was a he said, she said. Like, there was numerous articles that came out about people saying that when they worked with him that he was a prima donna and that he was very aggressive and he was very mean, which is fine. You can decide right. not to work with them. But the problem I have is is the text messages that his own people shared show that he was threatening his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And that's not okay. I don't, you know, I don't know well, who would think that's okay, but, you know... Right. Um, we'll see how they re react to everything. I'll give them a couple of days because usually um, about three or four days, you'll get like a response from somewhere higher up and we'll find out next week. Right. Um, sadly, we had three people pass away. Two of them were, were a huge surprise. First was James McCaffrey is the actor best known as the voice of Max Payne and Alan Awake's Alex, Alex Casey passed away at the age of 65. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't even know how to say his name. But he played uh, Commander Holt. Uh, Andre Andre Braher, um, he was in Brook, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide. He passed away at 61, which was crazy. Like, I saw it, and I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. And ironically enough, I had just started watching, you know, re-watching the show. Because I've, I've only caught bit and pieces here and there. And <coughs> I love the show. But it was sad, like... You know, he was a great actor, loved him on the show. Um, I've seen him in a few other things he's so great in. And then um, lastly, Disney legend and former EVP of Disney Parks, Dick Nunes, has passed away as well as 91. So 30 more years than uh, Andre and um, super Only sad. 30, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, crazy. Um, yeah, no, exactly. I mean... Especially with, you know, the other guys I knew of them, but obviously being Disney fan, Dick Nunes, you're starting to get a lot of these um, people that were there day one as far as Disneyland and worked with Walt, you know, passing away. You know, he's 91. You know, there you go. They're not every year. Get a year older. So. Yeah, and but. actually, you know, what's funny is um, I'll. A lot of people don't realize, too, like, I think the Disney Parks era, when they first started, they did go through presidents and vice presidents quite a bit, not for negative reasons, but I believe they wanted to keep the management turning, so every two or three years, they would change somebody out. Yeah, so fresh perspective. People, yeah, you're getting a lot of people who worked with Walt, you know, we're, yeah. we're running out of people who worked with Walt. We're running, we're close to, you know, yeah. not having any just, just a handful left. Um, onto the gaming pile. This one, it's been a long time coming, but it's finally the here. Um, E3, the largest video game expo and trade show, is ending after 28 years. Um, I think the writing on the wall was when I think what was it, uh, 2019, even the year before the pandemic, all the different big game companies started having their own little showcases, doing their own, yeah, showcase the week before E3. 
And I, what they were doing it for was to lead up to a hype. So you came to the event thinking, oh, I need to see this new equipment. I need yep. to see this new game. Play this and game then, there. Yeah, you already know what's going on. And then 2020, because most of these places have their own campuses, similar to Apple, they started having their own events at their campuses because the, people, the employees that were there during COVID could be there. And they started mm-hmm. doing that. And then they kept canceling E3 because they couldn't lock down the, the facilities, things, all this different stuff was happening. They were going to make it virtual, I think, uh, the past two years and then cancel the virtual. So, you know, because it basically it was the same as Comic-Con. Everyone just started backing out and falling off. So it was like, what are you going to do? So yeah. after eight years, it is dead. Yeah. And it's, and it, you know, it kind of stinks too because E3, everyone went there. Um, and now, like you said, with these uh, gaming companies and how big they've gotten and then acquiring other companies as well, they could just do it on their own. So it's like, yeah, I don't need to go here. And if, you know, one the one of the big ones says I don't need to go there, then it's like, oh, well, if they're not going, I'm not going to go because they're going to draw X amount of people um, more so than all of uh, above and beyond us. Yep. So and with it, like you said, um streaming and everything now it could just be easier that way and probably a lot cheaper as well because you just have you know a a staff that's just dedicated to putting that stream on and whatnot and if you're going to have panels it's easier for people to they don't have to physically be all in the same spot yep so you know they're there you go but it does it does stink because you know you physically can't go there or see it yep and and with e3 like i said everyone came there so then it's like oh here's everything that dropped today whether it's from this company that company or whatever company you know boom you had a big old rundown where now if all of them have it on their own it's like okay well here's what came out today on this one oh Two weeks later, here's what came out on this one. It's not a big old rap sheet because everyone was there dropping their <clears throat> want to get eyes on their stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, next, we go to Warzone players are fu- furious as cheating has gotten as bad as Verdansk again. Um, Tim and I have experienced it firsthand, just how bad it's gotten. Um, there is a rumor, though, that um, they are tracking people's VPNs and that um, whenever you get into a game with bots, they are tracking, like learning your skill set. The bots are checking everything. They're monitoring everything. So they're just there to screw around and they're literally not doing anything but basically tracking you. And that basically they're going to come through with a bunch of bands that come through in the future. Um, there was one I sent you. I don't know if you saw that one where that game on Steam sent players who they caught cheating <laughs> yep. or I'm sorry, were being super toxic, a yep. gift. And they opened it and it was a lump of coal and it was a permaban. Yep. So I think that's what they're probably going to do with the Warzone, especially because if they return to Verdansk, you don't want to have that. Because ver- returning to Verdansk is going to have the same effect that going to the OG map on Fortnite did. It's going to freaking yep. bring the game back hard, hard. And if Connor you have a whole said, bunch of cheaters in there, then yep. they're not going to want to do it. play for one day and then that's it. Yep, exactly. Um, this is insane. 
Um, the controversial easy access game the day before had its player count dropped 90% in just four days, entered Steam's 10 worst review games of all time, has now officially been pulled. The studio who created it has been shut down. And then all these rumors are coming out that basically the developers, the game was developed a certain way and everyone else trying to make it something else. They go, this is not Call of Duty. This is not Warzone. It's not Tarkov. It's not any of those games, but they try to make it like that. There were so many glitches, so many issues. And now people are selling the Steam keys for $300 online because you can still access the game. There's just not going to be any changes to it or nothing. It's insane. They show right. guy going through it, and the glitches are way worse than Warzones. Way worse than Warzones. <laughs> nice. Well, shoot. If you if you bought it and can sell it for three hundred bucks, well, they're, but they're I refunding think... everyone. I'm pretty no. sure the game is going to fully get pulled off of the off of oh, we man. wouldn't have access. <clears throat> Yeah, and they're to. full. Yeah, they're fully refunding everybody, or as many as they can, because I know they ran out of money. So because, yeah, until they run out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Epic Games is still interested in bringing Nintendo characters to Fortnite, despite their best efforts not panning out yet. Nintendo is very, very selective on who can use their images and their characters because they don't want you to be doing something stupid with their characters, and I, I support that hundred percent. Um, right, I but think, if if yeah. any if any gaming platform was to do it, I think Fortnite would be the one, just yeah. because of how much they've brought into that game <clears throat> and have done it right. So yeah. it's not yeah. like they're doing it; they buy a whole a whole bunch of money to bring it in just because they need people there. They don't need people. Yeah. To, well, it's a free game, anyways, but to play the game. There's plenty yeah. of people that do that already. Exactly. Um, they also debuted um, the uh, Fortnite Festival, which is a it's like a rock band like experience, and they actually are saying that they are going to work on making it compatible with the actual rock band instruments. Um, I have played it a few times. It is difficult, especially because you can change the difficulty of the music, and if you don't pay attention, you're trying to spam the button to get in the game. You'll change the difficulty, and it makes it a lot harder. So don't do that. Well, shoot. Okay, if they make it compatible with the Rock Band controllers, then you're going to start. I mean, who still has that? I mean, I got rid of mine ten years ago. You're going to start seeing if you pulling it down out of the attic or whatnot, and that really catches on. People can make probably a pretty penny on those Rock Band controllers just selling them to people on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the Guitar Hero one, and then my wife had the. Guitar Hero Aerosmith version. Mm-hmm. She had like an interchangeable neck. Like that was the next gen thing. They were going to be like, oh, right. this would be the, all the rage. And then it just disappeared once right. Rock Band came out and then had the drums and everything. And then it just yep. gone. It was good for what, three to five years? And then bye bye. Boom, gone. Um, the debut trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 has officially smashed the non music video record for views in the first 24 hours. On YouTube with 93 million. Mr. Beast privily held the record with 59.4 million viewers. That's insane. Almost doubled. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you got to think, though, if you scroll through YouTube or TikTok or Facebook videos, everyone analyzed those videos over and over and over and over right. again. So all these guys, people don't realize... Somebody sits there and watches it over and over and over again, makes notes of the certain things. Oh, and I'm they just, review it. So, 
and that's with anything, whether it's video games, when Star Wars came back out again with this with the new trilogy. I mean, they were breaking it down frame by frame, you know, especially what is it when Ray was on her um, speeder bike going through the desert there and you had all the stuff in the background. The guy's like, oh, oh, did you see that right there? Oh, did you? I mean, frame by frame. I'm like, dude, I mean, I get it if that's your thing and that's what you want to do. But like you said, right there, if he's doing it, you have a whole bunch of people else doing it. And that's its views. Along with the uh, with the casual. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how well the game does when it does come out in two years, basically, probably a year and a half. Right. Um, also, breaking—I didn't need to realize this. Um, it looks like a direct Block Ops two sequel is coming from Call of Duty in next year or in twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five will be a direct Block Ops two sequel. So, for those who love Black Ops, there you go. See what happens? Um, this one's funny. Valve is reportedly recommending that Steam Deck owners avoid inhaling exhaust fumes. After some gamers posted online about secretly enjoying the smell. Um, yeah, don't wow. do that. But I get it. I get it, but don't do it. Right. It's just like eating Tide Pods. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Or, I mean, if you are going to do it, get a game that has that thing a humming. And you don't got to do that much work to huff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, in the gaming pile, it happened like Tim predicted. Disney Lorcana Rise of the Floodborne drops below MSRP as the first chapter pricing levels out following reprint. Preprint. So, oh, yeah. Trust me. I, I know all about that, which is, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, you predict it, but I mean, the nice thing is, is now with <clears throat> a lot of, uh, both the first chapter and Rise of Floodborne is coming more and more available. I'm seeing a lot more comic book shops and um, kind of my area and, and up north of me, um, like the greater Fresno area, posting, uh, let's say, twice a month. Oh, hey, got another stock of the first chapter booster boxes or whatnot. Um, or, hey, got our restock of Lorcana and it's got Rise of Floodborne stuff in it as well. So nice thing is, is there keeping it stocked and most um i don't know if the comic book shop well actually there's two comic book shops in your neck of the woods um that sell it one i will never go to and the other one i actually have bought from it is wait, wait there's two where's the where's the where's the second one at max cards uh across from uh um center street where that used bookstore used to be oh yeah that's the new one that just opened up Yep. Yeah, they're awesome. So they have Lorcana there now because he told yes, me they, they, they were super chill. Like they even were like, "That's the one that I went to," and they were like, um, "Hey, look, like if you're buying these for getting money, don't buy these ones. Buy these oh, ones." And they said, right. "If you're just buying them for your kid, these are great right here because they don't have very expensive cards in them." I'm like, oh, "Okay, perfect." Okay. Oh, yeah. No, he was he was cool in there, and they were limiting uh, how many packs you could buy. So me, the wife, and the kid went in there could only three packs per person so three people so i got nine packs and the guy was guy was awesome in there sold them at a very reasonable price um and even and i guess there's one in patterson too um that sells Lorcana as well same uh same store name um but the ones in the in the fresno area are selling them 
like I said, basically at MSRP. So, which is we, we knew it was coming, and yep. the key thing is is do you want to support the people who were price gouging beforehand? Um, and mind you, the ironic part about all of this is the guys that run the shop that Tim got in the altercation with online they're hobbyists they just have all their hobby stuff in there and decided to open up a comic book shop because they had a bunch of comics laying around and then they get the new ones in because you can't it's not that hard i've heard to get your license to sell comic books and then as you order more they send more so it's one of those things well you know to price gouge the way they did it's gonna bite them because now they're gonna have a huge amount of stock and no one's gonna want to buy it from them because it's gonna be really available Exactly, and especially doing it um, a- as a business, it wasn't, you know, hey, we're online only or only through Facebook Marketplace or whatever it is. Um, it was a, you type it in, you go to Ravensburger, because um, that's who makes the Larkana, go to Larkana, search stores that have it, and they're the ones, yep. well, before, <clears throat> um they were the only one in your neck of the woods in your town that had it. I'm like, oh, cool, awesome. Um, and then I saw that they finally had it in the pricing. I'm like, you were selling it for the same pricing as people online, which, you know, have jacked it, which really increased the cost on it. And then two weeks later, I went to a store in in, uh, in Fresno and got it for almost a good $25, $30 cheaper yeah. on it. And it's like, okay, that's... And, that's... and that's why I won't do business with them. Even though they have comics I want, they they were kind of... They weren't rude to me when I was there. They were like, look, we don't buy cards because it's just so hard. And I knew what they were doing. They're doing that thing because I asked them about whatnot. And they're like, oh, we don't use whatnot anymore because it's just it's too... And I bet you mm-hmm. they, were, they were screwing people over on whatnot is what yep. they were doing. Because what they do is they take the good cards, they buy in bulk, they take them to the back... And they list them on there, and they throw the cheap ones out front and throw them in, like, 25-card packs for 5 bucks, for, thinking yep. you're going to get something, you're not going to get anything. So you're not gonna they get, do yep. bad business all around, so it is what it is. I don't mind. I, don't, I won't support them, but, you know, it is what right. it is. And, I mean, hey, you know, good for them for starting up, you know, had, had enough stuff leaving around, starting up a shop, you know, in our – in our home in my hometown obviously your hometown too you're still living there um on it hey good good for them but i it was glad to see that another town um across across town or another shop across town was selling at very reasonable pricing on it as well yeah uh, everybody needs to double check double check your prices um you know because trust me people don't know my sister my sister sent me so my nephew, my older nephew that you know, mm-hmm. plays baseball, mm-hmm. asked for baseball cards for Christmas. I sent a picture of it, and I laughed. And my wife goes, what's so funny? I go, that's like a $1,000 box of cards. I go, "Right? what is he smoking? And obviously well, my sister I, has no idea. Right. And, the, and that's the thing is, is I think now, especially with a lot of – there's a lot of cards on – well, you could buy – a lot of different cards on the market and especially like memorabilia cards um, that, like you said, is a thousand dollars a box and you get um, 
three packs in it. But if you hit it right, you could have twenty thousand know, a ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar card in it. Like the one guy that pulled the Shohei Tani Redemption card, it was literally the redemption card on it was tw- uh ten ounce no, not ten ounces. 0.01 ounces of 24 karat gold. That was just the redemption card to get the card that was one of one. It was like, oh my god, the redemption card is almost more expensive than yep. the card itself. Um, well, and then it's also the some people also did one that was the break where it was Jordan Kobe, um, LeBron. It was Jordan Kobe LeBron, and it was NBA logos from every single one, yep. and it was signed by all three. Um, side note, breaking news that just came through. Speaking of Otani, the Dodgers have signed Yoshinobu Yonamamoto to a 12-year, $325 million contract. Which one? So that's the second one because San Diego. Player. Yeah, because San Diego signed a guy today, too, that I saw for like four years. Yeah, this is the other guy. This is the one that the Giants um, were oh. signed, signed that other Asian guy and trying to make a big old fanfare about it. And he signed for like four years, 112 or something like that. And then um, this is going to sports a little bit, but Tim's going to like this. Did you see that the Giants and the San Francisco Chronicle are fighting? Uh, you mentioned that, but I had, to be honest, okay. I haven't seen anything. And I could, like I said, being an A's fan, I could really So the, less, but. the Giants basically said that uh, they can't get anyone to the town because nobody wants to deal with the garbage that's happening in San Francisco. Uh-huh. And like... All this stuff going on. It's a lawless city. And then San Francisco Chronicle goes, what are you talking about? He goes, "All the, and they listed off all these cities that have crime that's just as bad and has problems just as bad as San Francisco. And they go, they're citing players that are all-stars and great. You guys just suck and you guys don't want to take the blame. And I was like, oh my gosh, their own paper is attacking them. Wow. <clears throat> Especially when you just get in, uh, you know, pretty darn good manager to come in as well yeah yeah because he's actually been known as that manager here's the problem is is you know if you went to the giants how bad the padres situation is so there's one and then so but that's especially when he had multiple years left on his contract i know so and well i think the other thing is like he came into oakland did well and then left and then oakland went a playoff team to, well, a wild card team. I won't say a playoff team to one of the worst records. And then, you know, he went to San Diego and basically had a pretty darn good team and saw what happened there. And then now with San Francisco, we'll see, see what he could do there. But I mean, the common denominator is he never left California because he still has family and everything everything here so i, I and, think the crazy, I think back the, to the bay area i think the craziest thing is though is that like everyone bashes the a's but how many people have left the a's for the giants or other teams that went to trash absolutely afterwards barry zito i'll never forget barry zito was my first time ever experiencing a price hike in a stadium because of signing a player for a ridiculous amount of money and i guaranteed every game i went to that barry zito was starting he was out by the fifth inning, and they were losing the game. Guaranteed. Yep. And the A's still showed love for him after he left, because I think he retired with the A's. And yeah. I'm like, oh, man. But, well, right. I guess well, that's I mean, crazy. I did not expect to see that breaking tonight. Right. I mean, he did uh, with Barry Zito. He, 
he did well with Oakland, signed his contract, and yeah, kind of tapered off after that. But hey, made his money. Yeah. Well, congrats to my Dodgers. Now, if they don't um, get 150 wins next year, and they don't go 162. No. And they they gotta go something like that, man. Oh, right. Man. You just gotta pray for another COVID World Series, I guess. You know what? It still counted. It still counts. <laughs> yeah, just like the with, with the um <laughs> with the Lakers hanging up their in season tournament banner. After they just released the video the other day of LeBron of Kobe. Kobe saying yep. we don't hang banners, we hang championships. We hang yep, we we hang yep, we hang titles. Oh, no man. no uh, no playoffs, no what is it, conference. Nope. Yeah, we hang championships, and it shows them hanging right next to the championship. Oh, that's hilarious! We might have, have to do, to do a, a better team. We might have to do a sports episode one day just to go over everything before the baseball season starts. It might be um, the worst episode ever. Just be us bashing <laughs> everything, or it might be the best. Who knows? You never know. Um, on to our amusement park stuff. The other amusement parks lawsuit has been filed against Universal Orlando Resort after a woman falls from the Carousel. L. So it's a Dr. Seuss-themed carousel, apparently. Yeah. She fell? How'd she fall? I don't know. Uh, this is a park production that's within the park, resulting from its own independent negligence. So, hmm. happened in June of 2022, so year and a half old. Huh. Well, that's when, I'm sorry, that's when her visit was. Yep, and I think you have two years to file usually, so that's probably why she filed now. Yep, and most of them um, do it right at the last last of it. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah, a Brazilian family three. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Well. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Danny Elf. Danny Elfman is composing music for Universal Classic Monsterland and Epic Universe. Which is pretty cool that you're going to have some themed music going throughout. That's all original, all for that. Um, have you seen Danny Elfman lately? No, he's like crazy. Not, no, I did not recognize him. He has, because before he had, had kind of the crazy hair. Yeah. Now it is straight, like he uses a straightener on it. It's longer, about shoulder length. It looks, when I first, because they didn't, somebody did an interview with him going over his... Um, different composings that he did uh-huh. and um i'm like who in the heck is that well it's it says nightmare before christmas well, that's got to be danny elfman and then you start looking at him and then he smiles i'm like oh yeah that's him but just looking at him and dude's tatted up too dad dude is sleeved oh yeah yep he's got tats everywhere like i was shocked when i first saw him i was like whoa he was, yeah. like a, he was like a biker for a second. I was like, who's this yeah. dude? Yeah, and I didn't notice it until they did that Disney Plus series. Um, oh, what is it? Like things from the archives or whatnot. And he uh-huh. was one of them on it for Nightmare for Christmas. Because I think he had one of the original um, Jack Skellington claymation models. Okay. And I saw That's it on that. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's sleeve. Yeah. sleeve. Yeah. Um. And then lastly, on the, on the the other parks, Universal Kids Resort teases SpongeBob, SquarePants, Land, and more. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, they need to have that. 
Um, I mean, all, uh, anything that was kids and Universal that Universal has ties to obviously is going to be in Universal Kids Resort, and that's the one in yeah. the new one in Frisco, Texas. <laughs> um, I love this hilarious. Um, the they just announced um, that the Dodgers are going to be paying two players one billion dollars. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Yep. All right, on to the general pile. Um, Disney to continue producing H2O plus products using their own new brand, which is not shocking because usually they're in park stuff. Um, you'll want to start moving towards that. So it makes sense right. to, and, you know, and everyone's really happy about that because they love the products. Like when they go to Disney world and the cruises, everyone, um, raids the, the maid cart to get them. So. Everyone's happy that they're still going to have it. Yeah. Um, Breeze Airways bringing back Disney to Disney nonstop flights after canceling them earlier this year. That's right. Because they yeah, canceled them. That, that is 100% clickbaity towel because they didn't cancel them. They were just put on hold. They said they right. were coming back. It was some deal with it. So there we go. So flights um, going out of. Uh, was put on pause in September 23, partially due to um, SNA's request for airlines to reduce flights until February 14, 2024. So, well, and I think a lot of times people don't realize that when you're an airline, you have to negotiate with the actual airport to have a terminal there. So, I yep. guarantee that's probably what it was because they probably started making a grip of money and they're having probably a bunch of flights going in and out of there, and they're like, we need to renegotiate this kind of thing. Yep, exactly. And guess what? They were one of the newer ones, so they didn't have that much seniority, and and just how they operate, very um, hands-off. Everything's through your phone, through the app-type deal. So they said, okay. So, yeah. But yeah, so it's going out of John Wayne, Santa Ana to Orlando. <clears throat> Do it to it. Um my Disney experience, Disneyland app updated to add park reservation visibility on homepage, modify and update quantity of mobile orders, which that's awesome because it was so difficult to have to go through and yeah. find. Because so people that don't know the Disneyland app, it's fantastic. I love it. But sometimes you'll be looking for something and it's like it's the dumbest spot. It doesn't make any sense. Stop focusing on the um, graphic that starts in the beginning of the thing. And focus on actually making a usable app. And I'm glad they're taking steps towards that. Because I will say, when we went uh, January of this year, it was amazing that basically we got Oga's Cantina reservations that day through the app. It makes things so much easier. So um, we did get the revelation of the 2024 Run Disney Coast to Coast Challenge medals, uh, which are always really cool. And for those who don't know, when you do the Coast to Coast, um, I believe it's the Disney World Half Marathon and Disneyland Half Marathon. I believe it's specific race you have to do. And then basically there's a medal that goes in between both of them that joins all three together. And it makes like this one epic medal is what it does. So, yeah. Um, so this one, they, they have done ones like that. But this is just, it just says coast to coast on it. It's not um, joining any medals or anything together. And I believe... You don't get it. Like, say you do the Disneyland one and then go to 
um, Disney World and do it. It's not like, oh, hey, I finish and here it is. Um, I believe they mail it to you once you once you finish it. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Once you complete the times and everything, they will send it to you. Because um, I know I, the ones that used to go together, I know one that was cool where the lady actually had it sent to her hotel room, I think at Disneyland or Disney World, and posed in front of the castle with all three medals, which was pretty cool. Right. Um, next, my Disney experience adds pop-up warning about in-app purchases that cost real money. That's funny. Yeah. I guess they must have been having a problem with that. I never noticed anything like that. But Well, I think so I think the big problem is is when you have stuff that's real and then somebody all of a sudden is like, Hey, um let's uh let's book a reservation. And you book a reservation and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to cancel it, but you don't realize the cancellation fees and stuff like that are associated. Or you go to book a ride of time for the, the free one, and then you end up accidentally doing a lightning lane, a lightning not thinking lane, yeah. about it. Which it's very hard to um, to not know because it goes through multiple steps, but I guess that's what they have to do. So, right. Um, Disney Resorts Abroad, closing date and farewell event event announced for space mountain at tokyo disney which um sucks they're losing it but it is what it is yep so july 31st 2024 so you got got some time six six months yeah i'm not gonna make it um fire at cowboy cookout barbecue rises above frontier land in disneyland paris they can't catch a break in paris man But the nice thing is, it sounded like they got it contained, and, and then the next day they had some tarps over um, the damaged area. So, but Cowboy Cookout, there you go. Somebody got a little too crazy with the lighter fluid. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, incredible roaming Duke Weaselton audio animatronic character debuts for Zootopia Land at Shanghai Disney. They're insane. It, it, Zootopia has officially opened at Shanghai Disney. It's insane seeing it all. It's so yeah. it's so crazy. It's awesome. Hopefully, it comes stateside to one of our parks. I hope so. I think that they, I think they could do it if they went to um, they with the idea of expanding that one la- land, like you know, making the land with Pandora for us. They probably could do half Pandora, half Zootopia. I think it'd be awesome. But that yeah. would be, dude. We'd be almost fifty by the time that got done. You and I. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. We 50. Yeah. Still going, still enjoying. We'll make our kids take us. Um, exactly. Uh, on a Disney World, uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure Flagstone Pathway behind Frontierland Station at Magic Kingdom now open to guests. It looks amazing. It looks and it, insane. And, and it's cool that they did this and opened a little bit of it. Yes. Um, and not just, oh. You see, you get it all once it opens. So it, it's weird. It looks almost like it's an entirely new queue. Like it, everything looks like so fancy. It's not even funny. Like it doesn't fit what was there before. Right, right. Which is good. That means they're doing it right. True. Yeah. That's you know, I guess that's right. You know, I mean, obviously, some people are like, I don't know. They're like, hey, look, you know, we don't want it to change, but I love the changes they make. It looks fantastic. So I everyone guess. needs to go look at it. Right. Um, 
Start date announced for good to go days when Walt Disney World annual pass holders and cast members won't need park passes. Um, reservations probably is what you meant. Um, won't need park passes. Yeah, huh? it's copy and paste, so that's cheap. yeah. Um, which has been, I think, uh, Connor said because Connor no longer has a membership. Um, he is having a child, so congratulations, Connor. I don't know if I mentioned that on here before. But um, so he's cut some stuff, but he he basically said it's been a long time coming, which means I think Disneyland's probably about a year out, year and a half away um, from that, because they've been talking about this for Disney World for for a while to a year. So, yeah, no, it's cast members won't need park passes, but it says annual pass holders, too. Um, Well, so annual pass holders. Um, won't need. Uh, I just have, of course, I, um, yeah, don't need uh, the reservation. In case owner partial the reservation, as long as their pass is not blocked out on that date. So, I think it's, I think it's how they worded it should be annual well, pass, pass holders, the, and then cast members won't need park passes. Well, the or whole is, is park. Are they saying is park passes the same thing as park reservations? I think it's probably the same thing there for them. I think it's I think it's I think it's a wording issue on their end. Because the big thing the big thing for me is the fact that like they're probably losing a lot of money from the locals who are not able to go and have just dinner there, like just show up and go have dinner and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Yep. You know, it's one of those things where you wanna you want to have dinner, you want to do things of that nature, and you can't. So, yeah. Yep. Um, fingers crossed it goes without a hitch, and we have everything that we we uh, dream of in those parks, because I love um, going and being able just to go whenever I want to go. So, yeah. hopefully it comes to us soon. Um, Blue Ursula Tiki Muck has debuted at Trader Sam's Grog Grotto at Walt Disney World Resort, which is always like something. A month, a yeah. month behind Disneyland. Yeah, uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid being replaced by new aerial show at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is normal. Don't people don't freak out? This stuff always happens. It's you know, it's always well, it's changing. Just, yeah, it's just like how our Aladdin got replaced by Frozen. Frozen got replaced by um, the Captain America um, thing. Rogers. So, uh-huh. and, and Aladdin was a replacement to Mary Poppins deal. So and there's another one actually, I think, already in the works too for replacing the Rogers one. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Got to get people in in there. Yeah, because that area is kind of dead. Besides, um, mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, first look at the bedrooms of the new DVC cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort opening in summer 2024. They look very nice. They look very plain, which I appreciate, which means it won't make the prices go sky high. Because um, Connor did say it's one of the best for your uh, your value is staying there because of all the free amenities they have there. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, floor lighting continues to malfunction in World Celebration Gardens at Epcot. They need to start fixing that stuff, man. They really That's need to start good. fixing that stuff. Um. And then this one is funny but sad. Uh, Disney's Jollywood Nights event was canceled for December 16th. I don't know what's going on with the Jollywood Nights, but they were like, there was no, like, um, 
even option like to reschedule they just refunded you and that was it it was like no we're done yep yeah, yeah. Inc- inclement weather canceled i mean it stinks because during december you don't know what you're gonna get um, yeah so but it, it stinks especially after the first night when it didn't go so well and then the next night they brought out a whole bunch of oh rare yeah char- <laughs> rare characters so it'll be interesting to see how and if it does come back next year I don't think it will. I have a feeling that we're going to get... Um, or they'll do something else. It'll be Always some new else. version of it, yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be a version that's something more akin to, like, uh, the Halloween deck thingy that they have in, yep. in Disneyland. So, um, Genie Plus sells out fast at Magic Kingdom as Hollywood attendance picks up at Walt Disney World, which is... Normal. It happens this time of year. So, yep. what, what do you Yep, expect? you have early summer when kids get out, and then Christmas when kids get out is when it, yep. when it, when it sells out. So, yep. there you go. Um, next, Walt Disney World confirms trespassing third-party tour guides for violating and impeding theme park operations. That's crazy. So, from the articles, a couple articles that I read... Um, it seems like before there wasn't as many of them and the groups weren't that big and granted it's third party. So it's not even Disney. It's if me and you, or you wanted to lead a, a little group and kind of point out, you know, historical things to her tour of, of the park. Obviously you're not getting into different areas or fast passes to rides or anything um, right, like right. that. But from what it was is, because it's been going on for a while and Disney kind of, hey, you know, you're not doing anything. You're fine. Um, you know, you're not, what do they say, impeding theme park operations. Where now right. I think a lot of people are doing that because it's cheaper. Yep. Um, and you get the, the history of it. So now they're, yeah, they're straight up trespassing them and revoking passes and doing all that it's like it's like anything when they redid the das pass because people took advantage of it um in the, the wrong way so this is kind of the same thing of it so yeah it's, kind the, next, of, it's the next version of it yeah, yeah so it kind of kind of sinks you know when you have a good thing but then more and more people do it and it gets bigger and bigger so well, someone must have been taking advantage of it, so yeah. Yeah. Or somebody had twenty people in a group and was blocking, you know, these areas. So not good. So don't do it because you'll get you'll get banned. Past. Uh Florida man sues former Reedy Creek Improvement District for after Disney Elevator falls several stories. Okay. Real life tower of terror. Yeah. That's dumb. Um, Florida man verbally accosts guests of reportedly cutting them in line for Soren at Epcot accuses guests of using racial slur. So I saw this one before you sent it to me and then I didn't get the actual follow-up. It's some young kids. They're college kids. Um, they're, they're cursing up this couple. I am going to say that the couple that said something, they don't have anything. There's nothing wrong with saying it, but. I don't think they were looking for clout by posting it because they posted it to their theme park page and not to their personal page, which they should have done to begin with, you know, 
But the guy should have never said what he was saying. He was being really inappropriate, making up lies. He actually got report, you know, responses from um, colleges because he claimed to be a football player for Central you know, Florida. So it was not good, and it is not a good look. And they were actually escorted off property. So, yep, yep, they were. And it's bad that a he well a what he did cut in line. I don't think. I, I don't know, but just from how the article was uh, written and and whatnot, I don't think the the people used a racial slur. I think that was more so um, it's an ease. It's a low hanging fruit to say uh, yep. in this day and age to make them look bad. Um, yep. Not not the kids, but the people that had re- recorded the interaction, which no and one then, believes. No one believes they use a slur. So exactly. Yeah. Once. You see the whole video, and then he says they, you know, oh, they used a racial slur. They're like, mm, did they? Did they now? Um, and then the other thing is, is then UCSF, UCF had to come out and say, yeah, this kid has never played football and has not, you know, it has no association with us or our college at all. So then it puts UCF in a bad light because they got to respond to this because this kid just said that football team. And I guess the last time he played football was in high school yep. um, on it. So uh, it, it wasn't bad. I am glad that um, they kind of said something with them cutting in line, knowing that they weren't going in line because their party's up there, had to go to the bathroom, whatever the reasoning may be. They just decided to just cut in the line yeah, um, and then do what they did is – it's not not good and then accuse them of something that they probably didn't do so um yeah and then like you said they got um asked to leave as park congratulations so, you played yourself yeah and it was i mean it was a group of, <coughs> it was a group of kids it was like three or four four kids both males and females and all of them at one point were um, provoking the, mm-hmm. the people that they cut in front of. So. And mind you, what's funny is, so I'm in a social club, we wear our vests, and the number one rule across every social club is you either are ready to get in line with your friends or you're ready to get in the back of the line. You're never going to do that thing where you say, I'm getting with my family. You never do that, ever. Regardless if anyone says you can go ahead and go ahead of us, you don't do that. So people know what they're doing and they try and get away with it. And it's not cool. Right, unless it's extending circumstances, you got a kid that's got to go to the bathroom or something like that. Obviously, that's different. But, it's not a bunch of kids. If if I see someone holding a little kid's hand, I know what happened. I know what right, happened. Right. So like, exactly. And but I, but you and I both know though. Just don't care though. But you and I both know though. If we're gonna, if we see a line, sixty minute wait, the first thing you're saying to your wife is, "Let me take the kid to the bathroom before we get in line." That's the first thing you're gonna say, right? Um. You see, there's a long way. You're going to say, let me take the kid to the bathroom if it hasn't been a while. Right. Yeah, you would think so. But then again, they're kids and you're going to get in line for five minutes and he's going to say, I got to go to the bathroom because that's what kids do. Yep. So that's why I just I just tell my wife, you know, and even I I do this, you know, the kid wears a diaper. I wear a diaper. I'm not getting out of line. I'm just going to go right then and there and take care of it when we're done. So there you go. You don't even have to worry about it. Well, may I'm gonna sm- have, may may smell for a little while, but I'm gonna have it. I'm telling the wife you said that. That's hilarious. Um, okay, on to the Disneyland pile. Um, 
Construction progress on Din Tai Fung, new signs and more changes in downtown Disney District. Um, I did see it, and it looks pretty good. Um, it's pretty. Um, it, it looks pretty cool. They're making it more modern. Um, I will say it looked kind of old when it um, when it did happen. I was like, you know, I was looking at everything, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, I'm like, this just feels so dated for Disney. It just feels so old. Like it reminds me of like early 2000s mall vibe you know what i mean yep yep no no exactly and i think that's kind of making a return you know in some aspects kind of nostalgic y whatnot but Mm -hmm. the other thing that i like is right in front of the dentifung and whatnot that area is they got um stages there and it's um a nice open area so it's not like if you want to get away from the crowds or whatnot is you, you have a decent open area. So yeah, I like that. it's not, Oh, a walkway and that's it. And with the stage there, it makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I hope it, it all kind of looks functional again. I know for a minute they were letting other places kind of, uh, do their own things. So like the Disney vault didn't, didn't blend in. It was like sticking out. And I mm-hmm. think they're like, this isn't a mall. This is the downtown Disney district. Lego, Lego store is allowed to be different. Your deli is allowed to be different. And Starbucks is allowed to be different because they pay a lot of money. Other than that, you're in a uniform kiosk type store. Don't mess with it. So Starbucks is allowed to be different outside the park. Yes. Outside the park. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and they, and they, well, they used to have two of them in downtown Disney. And they just yeah, have the one. That's the one. And they have two in the parks. One in DCA, one in um, yeah. Disneyland. And um, fun fact, just really quick, on Starbucks, you cannot use rewards or whatnot on the ones inside of Star in the Starbucks inside the parks. You can no. use your gift card and earn rewards, but you cannot use, use hey, I have a free one. You can't do that. You can do it the ones on the outside, but not inside. Which is usually why we order it on or on the tram and we hop off the yep. tram and then go over and, and grab it, it right there. and go in. Yeah. Um, return dates have been announced for Mickey's Mix Magic, Wondrous Journeys, and Magic Happens at Disneyland. I'm excited. I saw a parade today, and I was so happy. I can't wait to go when I go. There probably won't be a parade when I go, but um, I like just watching them now. The kid well, loves it. Uh, He's so stoked. Yeah, so Believe in Holiday Magic is performed through January 7th. Uh, Mickey's Mix Magic will return from a run from January 8th to March 21st. Oh, so we'll be able to see that one. Yep. Wondrous Journeys will then go from March 21st through April 14th, and then a short run of Mickey's Mixed Magic again from April 15th through April 25th. So you will get Mickey's Mixed Magic. Yay! I still miss Paint the Night, though. Like, I legit, I'll be walking, Great. I'll be walking from by, by the um, the Jolly Roger Cafe over mm-hmm. towards uh, Tomorrowland, and I I physically can remember. I'll be like because the night is young, and I'm just sitting there going to the beat in my head because I I that, I went so much with that year when it was there that right. that's, it's imprinted it's it's imprinted in my brain. So oh yeah, um, Smoke Jumpers Grill at Disney's California Adventures to start serving breakfast next week. Full menu released. I guarantee the reason why they're doing this is because Pim's Test Kitchen gets so busy for breakfast. They need another outlet for some people to walk through in DCA to get breakfast. Yep. And it does say it was next week. It's actually it's serving now. Um, they have two two burritos and a sandwich. A jer- excuse me, a chorizo burrito 
and I can't remember the I think it's just a normal, you know, sausage type burrito and then sandwiches, sausage and I'm and with anything, you know, they have plant based vegan options there, too. I've heard both of the burritos are um, really good. Uh, I haven't heard a review of the sandwich yet and mm-hmm. you get French fries with it, which is weird because people think you get tater tots, but mm-hmm. they said the French fries and the seasoning on them is actually, they're really pretty good. dang good. They're pleasantly I'm getting, su- I'm getting me a chorizo it. burrito. That's for sure. Oh, I, yeah, had, no. <clears throat> I had my first chorizo burrito in Arizona for work. They brought it in for the crews working on putting everything together. Uh-huh. And we got there early to help start setting stuff up. And they weren't right. ready for us yet. And the guy's like, hey, go grab a burrito. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, what is this? He's a chorizo. I go, bro, this is delicious in a burrito. Oh my God. A chorizo burrito? Not a breakfast burrito. I've had chorizo before, but I never right. had a chorizo breakfast burrito. Oh my gosh. I'm hey. talk to, I have to talk to your mother. Hey, especially like I just had chili aquiles for the first time a couple like a couple months ago. Oh yeah, and I could do without that. I'll I'll take the chorizo. Dude, chili aquiles is delicious, man. Oh, right. I know what I'm having right. for breakfast on Saturday morning. I'm going to go and have some chilaquiles. <laughs> right. Well, the, and the other thing is another good um, chorizo burrito, if they still have it, sometimes it's hit and miss, is a Galactic Grill uh, out there in Tomorrowland. They do a pretty decent one. It's not that greasy, and it's filling. It's good. It's got a little bit of spice to it, not too much, because I am uh, definitely a white boy when it comes to that. But <clears throat> it is good. And then also with Smoke Jumpers, too, they have a – cold brew coffee and i don't know if you're into that or whatnot but it has um cocoa puffs on top of it (laughs) and it has like a a marshmallow foam everyone says that's good but it all depends on i'm gonna have to start working out now just to work off the stuff i do next month (laughs) (laughs) but think about it i mean you're walking a lot there too oh yeah i think we usually i think when i went with uh, my buddy um this year I'm pretty sure I did. I think we did like 10.2 miles in two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably more than that. I think actually, you know what? One day was seven something because we walked the wrong way. We walked all the way around the vacant parking area to go <laughs> to our hotel. I won't be making that mistake this time. Got got, got some steps in. Yeah. And uh, I mobile order too. Yeah. I'll do that for sure. Cho- you could choose your pickup time. So yeah. do it early. I'll be doing it right when we're, probably when we're walking in. Um, Blue Bayou Restaurant at Disneyland Park is closing for a refurbishment in January, which is long overdue. That place only gets refurbed like every two years, and it probably should be doing it every year. But Yeah, but be curious. What, what are they going to do to it? I think they need to freaking fix the floors. I know the floors were not great when I was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you said, it could just be – just general maintenance not doing anything crazy because it's only gonna be down from january 7th to reopen january 20th so a couple i'm gonna miss it dang it darn um nick cannon spends over two hundred thousand dollars at disneyland resort per year because of all of his kids and every 75 kids yeah that's what he did say when him and mariah were married they'd go there a lot too i mean shoot they got married in front of the castle uh at night as well, well it, it was at night because that's when you can do it but they did the if you see videos of their wedding that's it's yeah like a once in a lifetime wedding but obviously 
they could afford to do it, but it was right, right. And I mean, we've heard stories. Awesome. We've heard stories about him. He wants to be at the park to be seen and stuff like that. So it makes sense that you know right. he spends that much. He's always there. Um, sadly, the Beast Library closes forever. Changes have been made to Sorcerer's Workshop at Disney's California Adventure. Sad day. I've only been in the Disney's uh, Beast Library once, um, and I was like, okay. I guess it's yeah, I mean it's it's theater. it's cool to do it once. I know people with kids went in there more so because yes. it would change and whatnot. Um, but it's in you know the Art of Animation um, building, and most everyone would either go to the drawing class or they'd go and Turtle Talk with Crush. Is yep. most of the ones that they'd go to. So it was kind of um, not necessarily out of the area, but just not one of the ones that most people will go in there unless it's really hot. Um, then it's air conditioning something to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting to see, um, just like, you know, what, what it was about, like you said. And if those who don't know, there's also a scenes in the castle. You can go through Sleeping Beauty's castle. You could actually see stuff as you walk through it. Same thing. It has little mm-hmm. scenes that go through it. So there's little things like this all over the place hidden. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously it became popular here towards the end. Um, cause it was closing like- down five days because it was yeah. closing down so yeah. uh former blue sky seller surrounded by construction walls to become dvc welcome center are they pulling the vines out no no this is just the building in the middle so yeah. the what was in the blue sky sellers is went to beast library because blue sky sellers is now becoming a dvc welcome center which i kind of don't like that because it's a smaller building and i think they could have done something elsewhere for uh, dvc um because that blue sky sellers has always had stuff that was um well like they blue skied stuff coming like when picture pier was announced they had you know stuff in there about pixar pier and, and whatnot but i guess they'll find that somewhere else yeah yeah um interactive wish photo op by meta opens at disney world resort well congratulations um the scrim has been removed from new orleans square train station radio house one year after fire at disneyland revealing no work has been done yeah there's there's got to be something going on there because it's yeah it's interesting or they're waiting to do something or hey it's just weird that they took down the scram and no work has been done. They may, it. it may have been a, a like a approval for structural, like if they had to do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it was, it was just odd. Cause usually when they take down the scrims, it's, it's something's either done or has been, you know, repaired. Uh, so that way, you know, it doesn't look like it's, in disrepair or anything like that so yeah. it's just odd but who knows no i don't and uh, who knows they'll, they'll probably say something eventually but it's not going to be anytime soon right um, and lastly uh racist disneyland guest yells at other guests for speaking spanish in america disneyland security dismissed concerns about racist guests protest protesters arrested outside of guest home now it's a little deceiving because the guy they arrested was trespassing and he's also that's why he's he's known for and he's known to do that yeah so um but she's super racist and the lady was not smart because 
Um, she literally has people coming out saying, I know who she is, and she was racist to me all the time. And this chick is just not having a good day because, listen, like, you know, there everyone's talking about you behind your back in English or Spanish. It don't matter. So don't take it out on someone who's speaking to their 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 family in their native tongue. They might not be from here, first of all. You got to remember. And the biggest one I saw was if you don't like Spanish, how mad do they get when they get on the ride? And it says and the dude, the guy goes, I've been to Disneyland so much. And he knew it word for word in Spanish. And I'm like, I'm like, do you not go on? It's a small world. On, like, on, on any ride. And the other thing is, is if you are going to say something to some person about that, um, make sure all your social media accounts are on private or have no comments or whatnot, because that's how <laughs> everyone found her within 24 hours, knew where she worked, what she did, where her house, where she lived at, all of that within 24 hours. And they were... Um, like you said, the one guy that came out and got arrested, that's, that's what he does is if he doesn't get arrested, it's, it's a bad day for him. Um, but I guess they were out there protesting and doing chants in Spanish outside her house. And there was even news outlets that got her somehow got her phone number. Like anything, it's easy enough to track it down and she answered it. And then when they asked her, you know, to comment on it and they said that they were with a, a news outlet, she, she hung up. So. You know, if it was something that she was provoked to do, then you would be wanting to come out and talking and defend yourself, whether what you said was right or wrong. But at least, you know, hey, you didn't see the beginning part of the video. Here's what it was. I doubt that's what it was on this because she deleted stuff. Everything's on private, took comments off of everything. It was just a... a sad situation and she got confronted and got called out over it. And all of this happened in the women's bathroom at the Mickey and friends parking structure. Yeah. It wasn't even in the park. I mean, it was on the property, but not even in um, the Esplanade or anything like that. Cause I was looking at it. I'm like, that, that looks, that looks, like, that looks like kind of a weird bathroom. Granted, it's a woman's bathroom. I normally go into the men's, but that's the reasoning for it. So it was, not not good the worst part was is how she said it was like you know look i list i get it i live in a predominantly hispanic neighborhood it's literally there's only three white families in our neighborhood and my in-laws are the other white family and there's people i went to high school with are the other one and i know they're talking about me behind my back in spanish it it is what it is but you got to remember i probably have friends who say worse behind my back or people i know (laughs) say worse behind my back in english that they're saying in Spanish. It's it is what it is. You yep. can't get upset about it because stuff like this happens. And obviously your racism shows. And yeah, she's she's down bad right now because it legitimately yep. was n- not a good look. And yep. the other problem I have is is that it's not like like I used to do services for places that you could not speak foreign languages because they had government contracts. And it was actually against, I didn't know this, they did buildings. So they, they made like um, girders and they had girders and stuff they made for large government buildings. And there was a big sign that says, if you do not, if you uh, speak any other language, you will be terminated immediately because of trade secrets and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, 
you know, this lady says all this stuff, goes on a racist tirade, and you got to remember, man, social media is is undefeated when it comes to finding people out. You know, well, social media and everyone has a phone in their pocket. It takes you, what, two to three seconds to get your phone out and have your camera uh, and have your camera ready and recording. So it's not yeah. like, oh, it takes such a long time because I have to get it out of the case and I got to turn it on and then I have to do this and whatnot. It's I mean, I could start recording from my lock screen if I wanted to yep. swipe down, press camera, scroll over from photo to videos. Boom, we're recording. And I know you could put, you know, even side buttons, say I press it twice and it's it's video or it's my camera or whatever um, on it. So, I mean, it's remember, I mean, if, if you're going to do that, hey. You know, you could do whatever you want. You know, I I don't care what you're gonna do. You know, freedom of speech, free country. You know, you you could do it um, on it, but don't get mad when you kind of get crawled <laughs> on the carpet to it, or somebody records you. And like you said, within that recording, say that recording took a minute. So what? A minute and ten seconds. She could have it out on Instagram, Facebook, yep. Twitter. Boom! Put it out there. And t- and tagging people on it, so. And, and, and I will say, don't become some sort of social warrior because it has backfired. There was a lady who said that her nephew, who was a um, Make a Wish Foundation recipient, made up a bunch of stuff, and she ended up getting completely blasted on social media because people caught her in a lie. So you don't want to do that. But and, right. and what's funny is, and it's not even like, look, you have your belief. It's inappropriate to voice it like that. You shouldn't be discriminating against someone in public like that. Look, if you have your personal beliefs in that, I didn't realize that Chinese people, Chinese people are super racist towards black people, like super racist. Cause I've been seeing, I got all of a sudden on this TikTok where it was like, um, this, uh, girl was introducing her boyfriend to her parents for the first time. And they're Chinese and he's black. And they were like, Oh, so you're the driver. Like they were saying like, crazy racist stuff when they were coming and i'm like right okay so like it's not like it's just one person one thing but the problem is like we said is is you can't discriminate against people in public you can't discriminate them in a park and if you're gonna have those kind of racist tendencies you better keep yourself in check because you're right. gonna get found out and bad stuff is right. gonna happen i mean you can do it if if you want to there's nothing against it prepare but... for the consequences exactly Yep, when you gotta man up for the consequences that that gets you, I and mean, when you gotta block everything or put stuff <laughs> in private, it basically shows that you're you were in the wrong. Yep, actions so, actions don't. Uh, yeah, I hope it didn't ruin that family's trip. Um, I hope they were going home for the day, and so it was just kind of a salty end to the day. Um, but um, can't have that. Um, and mind you, our state is, you know, probably predominantly now or probably mostly Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I, I don't understand, you know, my son's learning Spanish in school so he can better himself. Well, and, you know. and the other thing is, is you're at Disneyland, you're in Anaheim, Southern California, uh, Orange County. You know, a lot of people think it's L.A. County, but, you know, whatever, greater L.A. area, Orange County down there. So um, close to the southern border with Mexico. So even, you know, the farther south you get, the more predominant Hispanic it gets. And we're a border state. Doesn't matter if it's us or Texas or whoever, 
you know, you have a lot of Hispanics in it because that's where they migrate. That's the first spot they're going to go to when they want to come right. to America. You're not going to go all the way up to Montana. You're going to come, right. hey, let's settle in here. And if then if we want to move, we want to move. That's just how it is. So everyone came to Ellis Island because that's the closest, closest one to it. So, yeah, on that. And I believe she lived in the area as well down there. Um, like an inland empire area or something like that. So which is which is crazy because the girl that to the TikTok about her that was her friend was like she looked like she was ethnic too. Like I don't know if she was or not. She might have been tan. I don't know. Right. <clears throat> but she was like, I stopped being friends with her because she was racist. And then the lady said, Well, I stopped being friends with her because she was racist. And I was just like, I'm super confused about what's going on. I have no idea what's right. going Are on. Are you just saying that to say that to make right. her look bad? I don't. But then I mm. finally watched the video and I'm like, that's just a hateful person. That's just exactly. Yeah. I mean, she was literally say- just mad because they were talking in Spanish. It wasn't like she was yelling at her in Spanish. It wasn't no. like she was saying something to her in Spanish. They it's just like, commu- I don't understand. She was you. communicating with her mom or, or someone in her right. party. And she literally told her, I'm communicating to them in my native language. And so I'm like, oh, and this she is just over, she just overheard it. It's not it's not good because trust no. me, it, I think the difficulty of theory now is like you as an adult our age, you don't have to learn a language anymore because Google Translate works amazingly. I've used it several times when I was working in kitchens with someone didn't speak English and I would say, you know, hey, what's wrong with the machine? And they they would their eyes would light up because. They're like, oh, I could communicate with them. I could, yep. And you can, and that's what makes me feel bad too. Is when you meet someone who doesn't speak English, regardless of the language, you can see they don't want to interact with you. They don't want to, and that's why it does suck for the people at Disneyland that had this incident happen. Because how do you think that person who maybe doesn't speak English feels that they're being yelled at because they're speaking another language that's the only one they they speak? Right. You know. Yep. You're and coming. Even talking or engaging with the person that's yelling at them. No, and it, it's sad because. Like everything, everything there, it's all walks of life. You know, I always used to get excited when I would, would be, I worked at Hillmark Cheese. They have a guest book. It, it was the world's, I think it still is the world's largest single site cheese manufacturing company. And you'd see people who would come there from Japan, from China, from, you know, all over the world just to see it cheese. What do you think happens at Disneyland? Yep. You got to be accepting you know, if you're not accepting, keep your mouth shut. Don't make it awkward for them because it's not cool. Yep, exactly. But we're going to end it there on this heated note. I want to thank everyone who comes through. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you to all the new people who come through from the Tulare area, Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Thank you guys all. We greatly appreciate it. For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.